Hey there, I'm Lori McAfee. In Get Your Rear in Gear with Lori, we dive deep into the essence of who you are. We'll explore unforced rhythms of life, redefining success, and seeking your true purpose. And together, let's truly get our rear in gear. Welcome back to another episode of Get Your Rear in Gear with Lori. I'm your host, Lori McAfee. And today, I want to piggyback off of an episode that I did earlier regarding busyness. And today, it's just being addicted to busyness and how to recognize that, overcome, and to move forward and not to be so overwhelmed with all the busyness that we have going on. So buckle up because like I said earlier in the other episode, this is one that you're going to want to listen to. We're going to break down a lot of things today. And one of my biggest things about being busy is that, is it beneficial? Is your busyness beneficial? And so today, you know, our world is so hyper-connected and we often fall prey to just being constantly busy. And like I mentioned in the other episode as well, many of us, myself included from time to time, I wear my schedule and my busy packed agenda as a badge of honor. And I don't even realize that this is perpetual motion and it's addictive and it's destructive. And the addiction is just as much as any substance. That's the scary thing. So are you addicted to busyness? Is it from the fear of missing out to avoid negative emotions? Is it the need to constantly be occupied? And that takes a toll on our mental, our physical, our emotional, and even our spiritual health. So it's time to recognize the signs and learn how to reset your pace so that you flow into a more unforced rhythm of life. So why are we addicted to busyness? Is it FOMO, the fear of missing out? You know, social media, it has amplified our awareness to the multitude of activities, events, and experiences that are available to us. And this can lead to us having a very deep-seated fear that no, if we're not participating in enough, that we're missing out on very crucial experiences or that we're actually not measuring up. And it causes us to compare ourselves as quite often. Are you doing it to avoid negative emotions? You're staying busy to avoid. And staying busy, it can be a coping mechanism. When we're always occupied, we don't have to confront our feelings, our thoughts, our emotions, the negative sayings, the limited beliefs that we have, the trauma from the past. None of that has to be addressed when we stay constantly busy? Or are you striving for success? In our culture, success is equated to busyness. And the busier you are, the more successful you appear to be. And that is so true in so many different aspects of our lives. And I find myself so often with a packed schedule because the more clients I have, the more 
um, people that I'm talking to and connections that I'm making, then the more successful I'm going to be, right? And so that may lead to an inability to relax. The idea of sitting down without an agenda, that can actually cause people to be anxious. And I've heard of so many people who say that I just can't sit down. If I sit down, then I just need to jump right back up. For what? There are times our body needs to just sit down and our mind needs to relax. And it's the same thing. We get up in the morning. As soon as our feet hit the floor, we're running. And they don't stop until our feet are off the floor going back to bed. And then your mind is racing. And so not having anything to do, you know, that actually has a guilt to it. And it's the guilt of idleness. Taking time off or simply doing nothing can make you feel guilty, unproductive, or lazy. And I think that a lot of this has to do too with the way that that you were that you were raised in the lifestyle that you live as well. And a lot of times it's been so performance based that if you're idle, then you're afraid someone's not going to love or accept you. So that can also cause an addiction to your busyness. And I have found that truly that is the truth that when we, we stay so busy, because that's going to also equate to being so loved. And that's not the truth. And so constant busyness, it totally takes a toll on our life, our, our physical health. Chronic stress, inadequate sleep, and a poor diet, that's what a busy lifestyle will lead to. And this causes a weakened immune system, cardiovascular issues, and other health complications. And then there's the mental health aspect of it. Continuous busyness, it amplifies a feeling of anxiety, depression, and burnout. Because all of those other things, even though we may be doing it to cover something up as a negative emotion or fear of missing out or success or whatever we're doing, whatever the reason for our addiction has become, it also intensifies whenever we, those things may be hidden or buried away, but then something else is piled on top of that. And that causes more anxiousness, depressiveness, depression, and being burned out because it's so built, it's built and it's overwhelming and it's going to flow out some way. It's coming out one way or the other. And in your relationships, when you're always on the move, then you risk neglecting and straining relationships with those that you love. I have to really work on this one. And I'm going to be very honest and very, very vulnerable with you right here about this because um, my daughter was talking to me one day. And so I had one one day say, Mom, you've always got a client. You're always busy. Your schedule's always packed. And I was like, yes, that's true. And, you know, I do work hard to try to be successful so that I can help other people um, become the who they were created to be. And I had another one. My other daughter, she said, mom, don't you think it's time you slow down? She said, you and dad are busier now than y'all have ever been. And you don't have kids at home and you really need to slow down and really need to relax and enjoy life. And 
with both of them saying that, it really hit home that I really needed to make sure that I was fully present for those relationships. And so I, I do try to be more intentional about that. And I would challenge you as well to really pay attention to the things that people say. Don't just let it go in one and not the other and kind of blow it off. Um, and then this will also reduce our productivity. It's crazy because ironically, constant busyness can reduce our efficiency and our effectiveness. When we don't rest, our focus and our decision-making abilities, they are actually not as good. We're not as sharp. We're not as focused. And I've, I've also found that true because if I'm just busy with being busy, then I'm really not being productive. And so how do we apply all of this? How can we apply different tools and, and tips and strategies to our lives to overcome the addiction of busyness? Have intentional downtime. That means to schedule regular periods of rest and regular periods of relaxation. Whether it's a weekly day off or a few minutes for daily meditation or, you know, to prioritize this time, take time to pray. I cannot encourage you enough to take time to pray and to get into God's word. That is an intentional downtime. Also move your body. And I talked about this in the other episode as well, the importance of that. Set boundaries, something else I talked about. Set limits of work and set clear boundaries. And that's, that is definitely something that, um, that I do in the afternoons when my husband's home, I I don't work on work all the time. Um, there are times that I may have a meeting and so I will have to take care of that. Um, and he may have a meeting as well that doesn't have to do with either one of our professions, but we make sure that we still take time for each other. We always go to bed at the same time. That is one thing that we both, we both do. We both go to bed at the same time. We take time every day to at least walk um, up and down the driveway a couple of times. And we sit and we talk for a while. And I take intentional time for that. So I focus on that relationship that is in my household right then. And that is something that I really am very intentional about and a boundary that I set. And, you know, having um, adult children and grandchildren, that does take time too. And so I want to make sure that I set aside time for them as well. And turn off notifications after a certain hour. I do that. I absolutely do that. And I would encourage you to do that as well. Here's a biggie. Allocate certain times to read your emails because we can go down an email rabbit hole in a heartbeat. It doesn't take long at all for us to just get sucked into the vortex of the emails that we have, which are so many and responding and answering, but just set a certain amount of time and the specific times that you check those emails. And remember it is quality over quantity. Instead of focusing on how much you can cram into one day, what if you, what if you concentrate on the quality of that experience 
in that task. I take, take today, for instance, I have really made it very intentional about the things that I do and set specific times and schedules to do certain things. Past that, I'm not going to do it. Answering emails, being on Instagram, being on Facebook, sending text messages to people, time to do the podcast and YouTube. So, you know, I've been very intentional about setting a schedule for that. So remember, it is quality over quantity. Reframe your thinking. Redefine what success looks like to you. And that's going to look different for every single person being successful. But redefine what success looks like to you. Recognize that constant movement doesn't equate to productivity or success. And I see this play out very often in my husband's dental practice in our schedule and just the way the schedule runs, you know, we can be super busy, but we may not have been very productive that day. And so, you know, rethink what redefine and rethink what success looks like to you. Mindful practices, practices, <laughs> engage in activities such as yoga, meditation, like I said, prayer, um, breathing. Breathing is so important, y'all. Have you ever stopped to think? So I'm just going to detour just a minute here. Have you ever stopped to think that the very first thing you do in life is breathe and the very last thing you do in life is breathe? So what does that tell us about breath? It is so important in our life and it can actually help to regulate our system to help the stress, to bring things back into rhythm, into the proper cadence, just by breathing and true deep breaths. And it's so important that we learn how to breathe correctly and learn how to make sure that we're taking in enough oxygen. So breathing exercises, that's, that's very important to me. And I would definitely, if I were you, I'd definitely encourage you to, um, to check into that one because all of these things help to anchor us into the moment, every single one of them. And it trains our mind to be still, to be calm, even in the midst of chaos. And that's something that, um, learning how to train our mind to be still and turning our mind off it's so hard because that goes back to when we turn our mind off, then we have to think. And so all the, those negative thoughts, the limited beliefs and all those things that we've worked so hard on those negative to avoid those negative emotions by staying busy. Whenever we stop to think and we have to slow our mind down, then all that comes back up. But I promise you, if you'll learn to sit with it. You're going to find that it's very beneficial. And something else is, you know, find somebody to talk to. Because if it's busyness to avoid confronting trauma or negative emotions, then, you know, seek a counselor, um, coaching if you want to move forward in, you know, how you want to live your life and how to navigate different situations, how to navigate busyness. Um, 
you know, talking can provide a whole lot of clarity and a lot of coping strategies. And so I, I definitely recommend that you seek someone to talk to. Y'all having a sounding board quite often is a very peaceful feeling. Um, and it also just helps you to feel like you've taken a complete load off of you. And reconnect, prioritize your relationships, engage in meaningful conversations and spend quality time with your loved ones and nurture those connections. It's very important that you do that um, because we take those for granted very often. And I just encourage you to prioritize the relationships that mean the most to you. And so that sums up all of why we're addicted and the toll that it takes on our lives. And then how do we apply things to us, to our lives, to help us to overcome the busyness addiction? And so being constantly busy, it might be an illusion of significance. It might be your status symbol and your badge of honor, but it is essential that you are able to discern between what's genuinely important and what's merely urgent. And as with any addiction, the first step is recognizing it. That is the first step to healing is to recognize that it's an issue and to own it, to be honest with yourself. And so by understanding this, the reason behind our busyness and taking deliberate actions and to restore that rhythm, it can lead to a healthier life and more fulfilling lives. So I hope that today you have been able to take something away from here that I've said. And a lot of what I've said today has been repeated from last time, from the last episode that I did on, on busyness. But I just think that it's so important that we take the time to slow down, that we take the time to recognize really what's going on and why are we doing what we're doing? And not only that, but what that is doing to us and what that is doing to the people that are around us. And so until next time, I hope that you take some time to really breathe. And remember, it's not how fast you run the race. It's not how well you finish the race. It's just how well, how you get there. And, you know, it looks different for all of us. And sometimes we don't run that well of a race every day. And we don't run that fast of a race. But whenever we just put forth the effort to actually move, we don't have to run fast. You just have to walk toward the finish line, no matter what that is that you're getting to finish, whether it's closing a chapter of your life, whether it is recognizing different aspects that's going on in your life. I just encourage you to slow down enough that you recognize what you are fighting so hard to get to the end of and why you're in such a hurry to get there. Because as I've told my girls all their life, you're going to get where you're going. Just get there in the right time and do it in the right way. You don't have to hurry through it. You're going to get there. 